Hallelujah. Good morning to you. Good morning to everybody across the globe. It is great to be in the house of the Lord this morning. It is wonderful to be congregating around the Word of God this morning. There's no distance in prayer. We are with you. We are fighting with you. God is on your side. We believe in you. And everything is going to be all right. Father, thank you this morning for your goodness and your grace. Thank you for the anointing that will break this yoke. Thank you for your grace operating upon our lives. This is the year of the roar. We give you praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, glory be to God. You may be seated. I pray there's no distraction in your home that you can get the word of God this morning. The title of my sermon this morning as we deal with this very first Sunday for those who don't know, I am Apostle Max, and this is Kingdom Life Embassy, and I trust that you will partner with us this year, come join in on the tribe, because when we deal with the lions, you need to understand that God is the leader of the universe, and He's identi identified Himself with two animals. One is the eagle, and the other is the lion. If you want to become all that God has called you to be, you're going to have to understand and research the nature and the attitude of these two animals. We'll be dealing with vision because that's what makes the eagle who he is. But you're going to have to understand an attitude. And that's who the lion is. So there's an attitude that comes with being in the kingdom of God. Here's what you need to know about both of these animals. They are both, both of them are kings of their domain. The eagle is the king of the bird kingdom. The lion is the king of the animal kingdom. Here's what's important. Why I said to you, you need to join in on the family. Because lions gather together with their own kind. I speak to the tribe across the globe. God has called you to be a part of this ministry. You need to join in and let us know who you are. We can pray for you and you can connect with us. Unlike other cats, lions are very social animals. They live in groups. It's called prides. And they don't walk with other creatures. And the church said, they just walk with their own kind, their own tribe. So you can't be successful if you surround yourself with negative people. Seek the company of lions. Choose your company carefully. Keep a company with the same heartbeat, same fierceness, same blood, and same passions. 1 John 4, 17. The title of my sermon this morning is As One. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. So as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, you've not been given a spirit of timidity, but a power, love, and of a sound mind. So as he is, so are we in this world. When God makes man, Genesis 1, 26, he says, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. 
and let them have dominion. Give them a place to rule. Can you hear the animal, the lion in the, in the jungle? Can you see the, an, the lion in the jungle? Can you see the eagle in the air? They are ruling. They are having dominion over. And so when we study the very nature of God this morning, as one, as He is, so are we in this world. As He is, so are we in this world. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 lets us know that He makes man in His image and His likeness. Genesis chapter 3 verse 9, when man sins, he loses the nature of God because he takes on a different nature. When God says to Adam, where are you? It's not like God did not know where he was. It was a location question. And I think that's the location question this morning for 2021. Where are you, child of God? I'm not talking about you being in the church. I'm talking about you spiritually because Adam fell to a level that God did not create. He took on a different nature because this nature made him a coward. He was hiding. You must have lost your mind. You can't have a sound mind if you're hiding from God. He must have lost his mind. Hiding from God, he says, I heard your voice. Listen to verse 10. He said, I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid. How can you, wh where does that nature come from? It's not from God. You've not been given a spirit to fear. Because I was naked and I hid myself. How do you hide yourself from a God who sees everything? That couldn't be a sound mind. No one in their right mind can hide from God. Let the devil know that. And let everybody that's trying to inject a, a wickedness into the earth, let them know that God sees everything. You must be crazy to think that you can make up a concoction somewhere in some lab and God not know about it. How can you hide from a God? You lost your mind. But as a child of God, when you, the fact that you were born is what the problem is. Because you took on the nature of the fallen man. All of us. That's why you must be born again. So that you can function in the earth. The way God intended you to do. And so anytime you come into the kingdom of God, God is going to fix the image of who you are. So what does he do? He makes you as one. With him. You see, you see, the goal of a church is not to get people into the building. But the vision into the people and the people into agreement. That's how we function as one. But the point is, I can't even speak to you about vision as yet. Until we all begin to agree on some things. Until we all begin to come as one, number one before Him. Knowing who we are. If we're going to do anything in the earth this year, we're going to have to pay attention to the fact that we were made differently to anybody else. And so, anytime you are dealing with, with fear, you know that there's something not right inside of you. If you're dealing with condemnation, you, you're afraid, you're hiding yourself. Condemnation kills child of God. 
Condemnation is the deepest root. The fear, the stress, the shame that came with that. It started to set Adam in a completely different world that God never created. His boldness before God, his courage before God, his strength before God, all of that was taken away. He took on a new nature. So anybody that's born out of the first Adam takes on the same nature. And so when you come into Christ and you get born again, you now must take on a new nature. He, he, that's what he does for you. Because when you take, come into Christ, there are three things that you need to know quickly. The revelation of Christ, number one, reveals God's character. It unveils God. It shows you God really what God intended from the beginning. Until the scriptures are unveiled to you, you will have the wrong impression of God. Until you begin to understand what the scripture says about Christ. That's why you don't ask, is God okay with me? You must ask, is God okay with Jesus? Because as he is, so are we. We are hid in him. In him we live and move and have our being. So you need to look to him. So religion is going back to bondage in pursuit of God. That's what religion does. It's pushing you further into bondage because you're looking for God. You're hoping that through your efforts, you now can become right with God. And so the enemy comes and uses that, but it puts you into deeper bondage. Christianity is the revelation of Christ. We have seen God in a man called Christ Jesus. Because as he is, so are we. You want to know who God is? You want to know his character? You want to know his love? You want to know about how he operates in the earth and his intention? Then you need to look to Christ and what he came to do. Number two, so the first thing, the revelation of Christ reveals God's character. Number two, it reveals your own identity. When you get born again and you understand who Christ is, there are 152 identification scriptures. So when you begin to understand that, um, you, you now begin to take on the new nature and begin to understand the nature of God and your own identity is revealed. So the scripture says, don't let no man rob you trying to obey the Sabbaths and, and not eating certain foods. No, it's, it's, it's knowing who you are in Christ. That is the very nature of God coming on the inside of you. So you are a new creation in Christ. You are, say, say, I am the righteousness of God. Say, I am blessed of the Lord. Say, I am accepted in the beloved. Say, I am victorious in overcoming. Say, I am the apple of my father's eye. Say, I am complete in him. You must find at least 21 for the, for the year 21. Find 21 of the I am scriptures. Of the 150, take 21 of them and embed them in your spirit. Now hear me, child of God. I'm speaking to you like a father today. You must become a doer of the word of God. Please don't, you, you can't live off a Sunday lunch. You eat every day, three meals a day. You must apply, that's why he, he never gave Joshua a miracle. He gave Joshua a habit. If you don't brush your teeth for six months, we're going to have to take you to the dentist. And your mouth is going to scream to let you, you, you will have to go. But if you brush your teeth two minutes in the morning, two minutes at night, it's a habit. We can save you a lot of heartache or toothache. 
I pray today that you begin to understand that it's time for you to develop healthy habits. The next 21 days, just put in your spirit that I'm loved by God. And so if the enemy comes and throws negativity upon you, you can speak back to the devil and say, no, I can roar back at you and say, I am the righteousness of God. Don't let the enemy come and overwhelm you. And now I just have feelings. Listen to me. Your feelings are important, but if they are driving your life, they, they, they cannot be sitting behind the steering wheel because you're going to cause a crash. Tell your feelings to take the back seat, buckle up, and let faith take the wheel because faith is going to bring you to your destiny. Don't let the enemy rob you. Every time, I just want to feel, I just feel. No, no, your feelings are important, but put them to the back. Jesus had to deal with his feelings. And he put them in the back seat. He says, I, but nevertheless, not my feelings, but your will be done. Don't let the enemy go and take a, a hold of the front wheel. The only way you can work on your life is through your emotions. You need word. That's why you need to have that confession. I am loved by my father. God, God is too good. He's ne he's, he can never mismanage my life. God is, I trust in the Lord with all of my heart because I'm loved by my father. You need to wake up every morning with two minutes. When you're brushing your teeth, you need to have some confessions against that mirror and say, I am who God says I am. I am loved by my Father. I am walking upright before the Lord. Come on, don't let those words overwhelm you. Don't let the enemy bombard you. Now in six months, now you need deliverance. It's not what you've done or what has been done to you that determines who you are. Rather, it is who you are in Christ that determines what you do, and how you live. Your identity in Christ is not achieved. It's received. It's the unshakable ground. Come on, say with me. It's the unshakable ground upon which I build my life. I will not base my life upon what circumstances or others or even my own destructive thoughts say of me, but rather what God says about me. Somebody shout yes and amen. I need to move ahead. Number three, it reveals the work of darkness. When you get your identity straight, when you begin to understand who you are, the enemy can't mess with you. You remember the story about the guy that was the bully on the play playground, in the, in the school playground? And he would go around and he would just tell him, I'll, I'll beat you up. And he actually had a list. But there's one particular guy that, you know, wasn't really bigger than him, but he had an attitude about him. That if you took me on, I'm going to beat you. If I have to hit you with a, a, a fan belt, I'm going to beat you. But this boy's walking around and they came to me and said, hey, you know this bully on the ground has actually got your name on his list. He's got a list of all the people he can beat. And he's bragging about it. He says, What? Goes to the guy, he says, listen, I heard my name's on your list. That you can beat people and I, I'm on your list. He says, yes. He says, let me tell you something now. You can't beat me. He says, okay, then I take your name off the list. I'm telling you in 2021, the devil's going to take your name off his list. I am decreeing and declaring that today. You're not going to be some victim every morning when you wake up. You're not going to become some person that the enemy can say, let me find your name and pick on you every day. The devil is a liar. I need somebody to shout this morning and say, I know who I am. Say not your devil, not in the morning. He's harassing you in the morning. He's harassing you in the afternoon, in the evening. You can't 
even have a meal without the enemy condemning you. Shout back at this devil and say, not here in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. 1 John 3, 8 is for this reason that the Son of Man was made manifest, that we, that he should destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. The devil's not going to pick on you anymore. I am telling you, when I wake up in the morning, the devil gets nervous because he says, oh my God, he's awake again this morning. Because I wake up and I'm going to brush my teeth. Uh, and if I swim in that pool, I'm confessing the word. Uh, and when I get up, I begin to worship the Lord and declare and declare, I am made righteous because of his blood. Let's understand this. He Hebrews 5, 13 and 14. Hebrews 5, 13. And 14, thank you. Go past that one. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. So remember, the government cannot sit on the shoulders of babies. It sits on the shoulders of sons. So sons need to have solid food. Can I give you some solid food this morning? But solid food belongs to those who are full of age. That is those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. You must be able to can separate that thing and say, nah, I'm, you know, you might have done what they said you've done, but you're not who they say you are. Don't let the devil come and toss you with, oh, you made a mistake and you, you, you know, now you're a sinner. No, make up your mind. Are you a sinner saved by grace or are you the righteousness of God? You can't be both. You've got to make up your mind that say, I am the righteousness of God. Let's understand righteousness. Righteousness is a legal word derived from the discipline of law and not religion. What does righteousness mean? It means to be rightfully positioned. Let me share this today. I was tossing, should I, should I teach on this? Should I go down there? But should we? I think we must. Because Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans chapter 1 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Stick with verse 17. Everybody say, for in it. Everybody say again, say, for in it. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto wholeness. Verse 16. This is an important scripture for you for this year. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto. That word salvation is sozo. It's wholeness. For everyone who believes. Your belief system is everything this year. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. Hear me now. Hear me. And hear me well. This is the year that they're looking to push vaccinations to at least a billion people and more. 
people are paying for these vaccinations. Can anybody please ask, or am I the only one that's lifting up my hand and asking what's in it? Because when I come to the scriptures and I get a vaccination and I get an injection of the gospel, I know what's in it. <laughs> Woo! I feel the anointing. I need to ask the question, what's in it? Look, I'm not against vaccinations. We've had vaccinations before. But at least, can you tell me what's in it? Can I at least know what the side effects would be? Can I at least ask the question, why is this so urgent? Because when I came to the gospel and got a vaccination, I got an understanding about what's in it. And it taught me clearly. And listen to me, the other thing about the vaccination. I have an option. Whether I want to take this vaccination or not. I had to study around this gospel vaccination. And through that, I could make up my mind whether I want to be a part of it. Because when you partake of a vaccination, you also become as one with them. When you come part of the gospel, when you receive the gospel, why we preach the gospel is because then you become as one with him. For as he is, so are we in this world. It's called the vaccination that comes from the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. I want to know what comes when I take your vaccination. I want to be the one that can say, whoop, no thank you. I want to see the effect of your vaccination. How about you take it first? Let me see after a year or two or maybe three. Because you see, I took this vaccination about 23 years ago and my life has been better ever since. God, because of this vaccination, I went and I found the power of God against every kind of deliverance that I needed in my life. When I was in poverty, God gave me power because I took this vaccination. And then I decided, look, at least let me get this vaccination every Sunday. I'll go sit in church and I got another injection. Glory be to God. And then they said, hey, you can have another vaccination. If you are in poverty, you can get the another injection and then I discovered uh, I go from faith uh, to faith uh, because the just uh, shall live uh, by faith glory be to God and then I found there was sickness in my body and then I said how about another injection oh I'll take it on my left arm oh I'll take it on my right arm and if you know it to go behind behind just do whatever you need to do Lord I'm getting healed by his stripes I am healed. Is there anybody here ready to understand the power of the gospel? Hallelujah. Don't you mess with me, devil. I want to know what's in your pull. Woo. Everybody shout, what's in it? 
That must be your question this year. I'm not against vaccinations. I'm against you forcing this thing down on people. Not even God himself. That's not freedom. He gives you a choice. So anytime you are choosing, you are forcing people into a place. That's not freedom. I can guarantee you that's bondage. And deeper bondage. The question you must have this year. Type it out there this morning. And share this message with somebody. Because somebody needs to begin to understand what's in it. Even Peter asked Jesus that question. We've left everything, man, to follow after you. What's in it for me? It's okay to ask God a question. Here is where it becomes why I'm telling you that the end of the age is near. Go with me to Genesis chapter 6. I want to show you something. It came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful and they took wives to themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever for he is indeed flesh yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, that they brought children to them. When they came together as one, their offspring was changed forever. Those were the mighty men who were of old men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wicked, uh, wickedness of men was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I'll destroy man whom I created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I'm sorry that I have made him them. But Noah, but those in the kingdom found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Now hear me, child of God. I've been studying this thing and I'm telling you now I'm no expert. But common sense tells me that you've got to look into what's in it. There is, when you study it, you'll discover there is a way that they can change your DNA. And with that, because it's injected in you, they can control it from a computer and control you. Now listen to what I'm saying to you. You do your own study. You, do, you, you, you please, you, you're free to take the vaccination if you want to. I'm just letting you know that this is the year that this is the evil that's going on. And they want you as one. Because once they've got their patented idea in you, and they can control it, they own you. So you can't even have a thought of repentance because they'll control your thoughts. 
That's why the scripture says, these people were only having evil thoughts continually. So even if I preached the gospel to them, they couldn't change their minds. Because the gospel gets you to take in a new thought. And if you are unable to take in a new thought, you are a robot controlled by people. So your thoughts can only be evil continually. That's why God couldn't even wait and go and, and, and have the gospel preached to them. Why? It was impossible for them to change. It was impossible for them to ever get born again. That's the only time when God had to wipe out the earth. This is what they're pushing for. That you no longer have a thought of wanting even to go to church. A thought of changing your mind. A thought of believing in the gospel. That's what he wants. They want you to get to a place where you don't, you're just a robot. I think some of you need to take and thank the Lord for the gospel that can be preached to you. How will you know unless there's a preacher? How can you change? You cannot have faith for anything you've not heard. And you must begin to wake up in the morning and say, actually today I need to thank the Lord for my freedom because I can lift my hands because I want to. I can change my mind because I can. Imagine you're in a state perpetually where you can never change your life. I am just asking what's in it. Can we ask the question before, what is the consequences of this decision? Can this thing be reversed? Absolutely not. Because you as one. Let's get into some scripture. Because I'm, I want to preach about this, this good news, about this injection. So Romans chapter 11. Can we go start from verse 1? Romans 11 verse 1. I say then, has God cast away his people? He's talking about Israel. Certainly not. For I'm also an Israel, an Israelite of the seed of Abraham and of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not cast away his people whom he foreknew. Or do you not know that, know what the scripture says of Elijah, how he pleads with God against Israel saying, Lord, they've killed your prophets, they've torn down your altars, and I alone am left and they seek my life. But what does the divine response say to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 of men who have not bowed, who have not taken the injection. Even so then, at this present time, there's a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, then it's no longer of works, otherwise grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it's no longer grace, otherwise work is no longer work. What then? Israel has not obtained what it seeks, but the elect have obtained it, and the rest were blinded. Just as it is written, God has given them a spirit of stupor, eyes. And David says, okay, let the table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a recompense to them. Verse 10. Next verse. Let their eyes be darkened so that they do not see and a bow down their back always and bow down their back always. I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? Certainly not. But through their fall, to provoke them to jealousy, salvation has come to the Gentiles. So what happened? Jesus comes to his own, and his own does not receive him. He says, here is the cue. Come and take an injection. 
He comes to his own. And they all stood and said, no thank you. We don't want that injection called righteousness. He says then, he then goes to the Gentiles. He says then, have they stumbled that they should fall? Certainly not. But through their fall, to provoke them to jealousy, salvation, wholeness, has come to us. Verse 12. Now if their fall is riches for the world, and their failure riches for the Gentiles, how much more their fullness? Let's, let's go past this. What is righteousness? 2 Corinthians 5.21 For God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So if you were born a sinner, how, do you, how are you made righteous? Not because of what you do. You are born again. And he makes you. So to be righteous means to be in alignment with authority. That's number one. Number two, it's in right standing with authority. Number three, correct fellowship with authority. Right relationship with authority. Legal or lawful alignment. Correct standing with law or regulations. This is the reason why many people can't handle the spiritual realm. Because in the spiritual realm, you need to have an identity. Jesus I know. Paul I know. Who are you? The spiritual realm demands that you give your identity. It's like somebody, a child that is kept with their parents until they turn 18 and can play, apply for their own identity document. So when I get my, my ID document, I can go and purchase a house. I can open up a bank account. I can start a business. I can get married. Why? Because I have my own ID. And this is true in the spiritual realm. When you know who you are in the spiritual realm, the devil can't walk into your house and say, mess with your marriage, mess with your money, mess with your health, mess with your mind. Can somebody who is over 18 in the spirit begin to shout back and say, I know who I am. Adam has a legal document before the Lord so he can function before God. When, he's, when he sins, his ID document was stolen. And so he couldn't function anymore. So when you come to Christ, and he speaks about what is the power of this gospel, you now become what we call a new creation. Anytime you do not know who you are, you are being controlled by demonic forces. Because when you get born again, you've taken on the nature of the new, of your maker. And he injects inside of you a kind of attitude in the mind toward life that sets you on a different path than everybody else. The enemy can't just pick on anybody. The Bible says he walks around like a lion, seeking whom he may devour. That means he can't just walk into anybody's house, mess with your mind, mess with your health, mess with your money, because he's got to find somebody who doesn't have an ID. When you, it, righteousness is a gift from God. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, 
Second Corinthians 5.21, he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Romans 5.19, for as one man's disobedience, Adam's disobedience, many were made sinners. So also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. You're dressing up and, and having cloaks and trying to prove that you, that you have a day off on a Saturday and call it the Sabbath. You're just like the Jewish people who refuse the injection. They try to work on their own righteousness. Romans chapter 10 and verse 1. If you can find that for me, that'll be great. Romans 5, 17. How do you rule in this life? For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Oh, I love this. Listen to Romans 10 verse 1. Put it up. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may take the vaccination is that they may take this vaccination. That they can be saved. But listen to their response. Verse 2. I, for I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. You better get knowledge in the season. For they being ignorant of, they are ignorant of God's righteousness. And seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. They refuse the injection. You know, when you realize that your own good works are as filthy rags, then my God, I would stand in that queue any day because your real issue is sin. Sin is the issue. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God, that's righteousness, is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So when you're standing in this and you got saved, you must be able to know the date you took that injection. You need to know when it was that you actually received Christ. Because that was the day that He imputed, that's what it means, He injected inside of you the righteousness of God. It was a gift from God that made you as one before the Lord. Come on somebody, you are not separated from the Lord anymore. You are the righteousness of God. You are in right standing with God. You stand before God with boldness, with no sense of inferiority. Somebody shout, I know who I am. Did you take the injection? Did you? Are you the righteousness of God? Did you get saved? Then you did take the injection. And yes, you are saved by grace. And now you are made the righteousness of God. He owns you. And I am okay with that. As long as it's not Bill Gates. You see, this is how we rule. They're coming with this injection. They're saying, well, let's, this is how we're we going to roll. No, this is how we rule. We walk around as the righteousness of God. We rule and reign in this life because of the gift of righteousness and the abundance of His grace. What, what else? What else is in it? Let me tell you some of the things that's in it. And let's end this morning. Psalms 5 and verse 12. For you, O Lord, come on, read with me, will bless the righteous. Uh-oh. 
Look what comes with being righteous, made righteous, not my own righteousness. The fact that I had righteousness imputed. The fact that it's in me and I can't get it out of me. Listen what happens to me. I, all of a sudden, I, the favor of the, ro- the Lord is around me. Come on, what's in it? Somebody shout favor. Say, say favor. It's the gift called righteousness. It makes you stand before God with no sense of inferiority. It makes us bold. Listen to the effect of this injection, of this vaccination, of this thing that was imputed inside of us. Proverbs 28 verse 1. For the righteous are as bold as a lion. Come on, somebody. There is no timidity in us if you know who you are, if you know what the Scripture says about you, if you stay in the presence of Almighty God, if you build up in the knowledge of God, you begin to walk in the favor of the Lord, and all of a sudden you become bold. It's just, it's just what's in you. All of a sudden just comes out of you. No, no, no. I've not been given a spirit of timidity, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. All of a sudden you begin to walk around your house where there was a little gentle Jesus prayer. All of a sudden the neighbor says, I think there's somebody else staying with Tasman because I'm hearing another roar coming out of that house where there's boldness when you're walking in your house. Hallelujah we decree and declare there's boldness coming upon you. Break that spirit of timidity. Break that spirit of fear. I rebuke you spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 30 30. A lion which is mighty amongst beasts and does not turn away from any. What? It's just, the, it's just the nature. It's just the nature. It's just his nature. It's inside of him. Listen to what this preacher said. <laughs> Listen to this preacher. Glory, glory, glory be to God. I'm going to find you. Charles Spurgeon. The word of God is like a lion. You don't have to defend a lion. All you have to do is let the lion loose. And the lion will defend itself. Are you hearing me today, child of God? When God is in your mouth and you begin to decree and declare the word of God, the word of God is like a lion. Come on, somebody. You've been, keep the word inside of you. Come on, let it loose, man. Come on, decree and declare the word of God. Shout, I am favored of the Lord. Say it. Say, I am healed by his stripes. Come on, let the word of God loose out of your mouth. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Listen. The nature. If, if you don't want your dog to bark, don't buy a dog. Because it's the nature of a dog to bark. A lion eats meat because of its nature. A lion doesn't turn away from anything because of its nature. You did not take on the old nature. You have a brand new nature on the inside of you. You are the righteousness of God. And the righteous are as bold as a lion. You need to understand that I can't help it. You know, there's days that I'm tired and I need a holiday and I feel so... And then, you know, I just begin to put on some word and I take another injection. And I just listen and I lay and I listen. And 
All of a sudden, I hear Dr. Winston speaking about the authority of the believer. All of a sudden, I hear that Pastor Max had preached a message on New Year's Eve of how to take that, that snake by its tail and walk in authority. All of a sudden, that tired bones that's laying on the bed begins to get up because now you're letting the lion loose on the inside of me and I begin to pray over my children and where I was negative and concerned and worried about what's going to happen, I said, devil, not on my watch. I'm going to get up from here. Come on, somebody. It's time to roll back at the devil. It's, just say this with me. Say, it's my nature. Listen how powerful this. Powerful is this. A sinner is dominated by sin because of his nature. You cannot tell a sinner to do better. A sinful nature does not permit him to do any better. The nature of a sinner dominates him and causes him to sin. How do you fix that? You make them righteous and you inject the nature, the new nature inside of them. Listen, how do you deal with sin? You keep telling the sinner to, don't sin, don't sin. It's my nature. Tell the dog, stop barking, stop barking. The dog says, it's my nature. Woo-hoo. 1 Corinthians 15, 34. 1 Corinthians 15, 34. I'm going to wait until you get it. 1 Corinthians 15, 34 says, Awake to righteousness and do not sin. The only reason why people keep on sinning is because they don't know who they are. The only reason why they stay in their mess is because they don't know who they are. They are dominated by a sinful nature. But when you get born again and you have knowledge of God's righteousness, the nature of the Christ inside of you begins to dominate you. I can't help but love you. It's the new nature. I was not a loving man. I wasn't a generous man. But the new nature on the inside of me causes me to walk the way I need to walk. I was timid before. I couldn't stand before people and preach. I could not tell the people, can I please ask about that vaccination? I would just take it because I just want to be nice. But the devil is a liar. Because there is a nature now on the inside of me that gets me to ask a question and say, look man, can we at least have this conversation? Because according to the scriptures, you cannot manipulate people and control people. It is for freedom that Christ came to set me free. Can I ask a question in this class? Can I ask this year that we can actually understand what's in it? Don't tell me to take it and then ask a question. The devil is a liar. Let me see the effect of what you are doing on you and if you love and you are good we'll follow you but the reason why I follow Jesus and no other leader is because once upon a time he died every other leader that said follow me died and their graves are still there and they are in those graves the reason why I follow Jesus is because 
He died and he rose again. It's God's choice. It's God's vaccination. God put a concoction together and he said, if you take this righteousness injection, boom, you and your children will be saved. Not just in this life, but in the life to come. Is there anybody going to rejoice that they are saved by his precious blood? Glory be to God. If you belong to God, you should not be walking in shame and you should not be walking with depression. Let there be light. You cannot be hiding from the presence of Almighty God. As long as you keep hiding who you are, who you were created to be, you perpetuate the problems you were created to solve. God's going to give an answer through the church on what is a safe vaccination. Romans 6.12 Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members of, as instruments of unrighteousness to sin. But present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members of instruments of righteousness to God. That means when I, before I got saved, I had no choice, because my nature made me sin. When I get born again, I submit my body as an instrument of righteousness and God's righteous thoughts begin to flow through me and I dominate over sin. And the church said, for sin shall, have not, shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law but under grace. I need to move forward. God never came to make bad people good but dead people alive. Righteousness is, number one, the DNA of God at work in the believer. In the believer. Please study. If you want to know what's important to the Lord, go and study where the enemy is working. He hates you. He hates you for this reason. You're made in the image of Almighty God. They know if we can fix the DNA of an individual, we own them. When you were made righteous, the very DNA of God was injected on the inside of you. That's why you worship. That's why you give. That's why you pray. Because the fervent prayer of the righteous now, it's inside of you. You now respond differently to situations. It's the DNA of God at work in the believer. Number two, it's the ability to stand before God without a sense of guilt, condemnation, inferiority complex, or sin consciousness. Here's what it is. Number three, it's equality with God. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. You are now in Christ. And here's the deal. As He is, so are we in this world. Please type this out. What cannot be found in God cannot be found in me. Is there depression in heaven? Is there unhappiness in heaven? Happy is the man who gets wisdom. May you, God show you who you are. Because the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy. Anytime I'm lacking joy, I'm asking, but where's the God inside of me? Because righteousness is where it starts. 
peace is what it gives, and then joy is going to break out in my life. I am the righteousness of God, not because of what I've done, but because of what God has done. Isaiah 3 verse 10, say to the righteous, it shall be well, for they shall eat the fruit of their labor. Say to the righteous, I'm, you, you should be responding. You are not dead. You are alive in Christ. You are not a sinner anymore. You are the righteousness of God. Go back to verse 10 for me, please. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them. 2021, I am speaking to the righteous. The effect of this vaccination says I not only have the favor of the Lord, but when I walk, I am saying it is well with me. Is it well with you, woman? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your children? If you are the righteousness of God, say it is well with me. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them, for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. This is the year you're going to possess your possessions. You're going to walk in the fruitfulness that Christ has paid for. You're going to become all that God has called you to be. Shout yes and amen. Please write this down. It's the things that no one sees that is producing the things that everyone wants. Proverbs 12, 12. The wicked covered the catch of evil men, but the root of the righteous yields fruit. Your days of barrenness are over. Your days of you not producing fruit in your business, in your marriage, in your home, in your life is gone because when the root is taken care of, the fruit is guaranteed. I speak blessing upon you today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Isaiah 54, 13 to 7. 13 to 17. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. Listen, the reason why people are sitting under oppression is because they don't know that they are established in righteousness. For you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. Listen to me. You're not afraid of COVID. COVID's afraid of you because when you walk into an environment, anybody in your environment, if you touch me, you're also going to get healed. In the name of Jesus, I need somebody to shout yes. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Behold, I created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I've created the spoiler to destroy no weapon formed against you in 2021 shall prosper. I did not say that the weapon will not form. It says that the weapon will form, but it will not prosper in the name of Jesus. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment, can anybody roar in this place? Do I have some lions that will roar with us this morning? Condemn those tongues this morning. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. I injected them. They belong to me. That's how they said, so, so you know, this, uh, should we pay taxes now? That Jesus says, man, whose who's face is on this coin? He says, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, but render unto God what is God's. That means pay what you need to pay to earthly governments. But you belong to God. You pay your dues for your life 
It comes from him. You pray to God. I need someone to say amen. amen. James 5, 17, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. Proverbs 15, 29, he hears the prayer of the righteous. Psalms 37, 25, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. I need a bigger amen from this church this morning. Proverbs 24, 16, the righteous may fall seven times, but God's going to pick you up again, child of God, because the injection inside of you makes you get up again and say, I know who I am. I need something to be shot. Can I have the worship team come back on? Let's get back. Let's, let's end this word. Oh, Psalm 34, 15. Oh, God, have you forgotten me? God, do you see me? Listen to the scripture. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. How can you not have one tear shed and God does not see it and God does not hear it? The devil is a liar. Can you see the effect of this vaccination? Can you see the effect of this injection. Come on, shout, I am the righteousness of God. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto wholeness. Ha, ha, ha. I am not ashamed to tell you that this morning somebody got a fresh injection from heaven. It's an injection of faith. Somebody got a brand new injection. Oh, I see your breakthrough now. Oh, I see you standing in grace. Oh, I see you walking with power. Oh, I see you getting your healing. Oh, I see doors open to you. Oh, I see an open heaven over your life. Is there anybody that understands the power of the gospel? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. For in it, everybody shout, in it, shout, in it, what's in it? Don't you take that thing until you fully understand the fetuses of babies, aborted babies. Ask what's in it. That's your question this year. You're not ashamed of this thing. You need to know what's in it. Because when you come to God, God will tell you what's in it. He's not here to deceive you. He's not here to control you. He's here to give you the best life. I discovered what's in it. And it's life and life in abundance. Outside of righteousness, it will be a fight and a struggle because you're trying to make it happen in your own strength. When you enter into God's righteousness, there's a rest, man. You rest. Even while you're roaring, you're saying, oh, over our nation, over your people. When I pray, I know that God hears me. That's rest. That's rest. My time is up. But I need somebody to just shake that condemnation. You've been having a rough season. The enemy is telling you that you are still fearful. And you're not going anywhere. That God has forgotten you. Did you receive an injection this morning? 
come on let him vaccinate you again this morning let the let us preach this thing the way god gave it let us get the word out across the globe let the power of the kingdom come upon people let this word i don't know how powerful this thing is but i need to let you know the bible says that jesus said the word that i give you it's spirit and it's life the word of god is sharper than any two-edged sword it's alive that when I preach the word, it goes to work in your very DNA to produce the life that you need. Somebody shout, what's in it? That's your question for 2021. Because when I look at governments trying to shut down people and businesses, I'm asking you, what's in it for you? That you can destroy people's lives. Judgment's coming telling you now the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles the righteous Proverbs eleven eight. the righteous is delivered from trouble and it comes to the wicked instead you've got to hear me no grave trouble will overtake the righteous but the wicked shall be filled with evil but the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord he is their strength in time of trouble. Psalms 37, 39. Psalms 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. Here's my prayer. You've been resisting God your whole life. My prayer for you. Don't be like Israel. When Jesus came and said, here's your injection. It's filled with my blood. Get your healing. Get your deliverance. My heart's desire and prayer to God for you is that you may be saved. Don't try to build your own righteousness before the Lord. Receive what Christ has done for you. And then you are as one with Him. And you become all that God has called you to be. My prayer that you would open up your mouth, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. If you pray a prayer like that and say, Lord, I need, I'm a sinner, I need a Savior coming to my heart, He'll come and He'll set up home with you so you can be as one with Him. And that's my prayer for you. That's my prayer for you that you would live as one before the Lord. If you said that prayer, please let us know. We want to connect with you across the globe. In Jesus' name. Can we have communion together as a family? Listen, whatever you eat forms part of your body. You can't separate it. Once it goes down, it becomes as one. That's the reason why we have communion. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23 come pastor Z for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take it watch now this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me Here's a scripture I want you to see this morning. It's very powerful. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. 
Do this in remembrance of me. Then he puts out something really important. Verse 25. In the same manner, he also took the cup of the supper saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Remember me. That's what it says. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, now listen to this. Whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. What's he saying? But let, eat, let, but let a man examine, examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Take an examination. For he who drinks and eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the Lord's body what is he saying for this reason many are weak for this reason they're sick among you you shouldn't he says there shouldn't be anybody weak there shouldn't be anybody sick and many sleep that means they have early deaths it shouldn't be what what does it mean to drink in an unworthy manner it means that you are not judging his body correctly you don't stand here saying that i am a sinner that's unworthy he made you worthy and when you're breaking bread Listen to what I said to you. Condemnation stops you from receiving from the Lord. Yet Paul starts off by saying, I've received from the Lord. That's what he says. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. Why are people not receiving? Because they don't feel that they're worthy. His blood has made it possible. His sacrifice made it possible. So there's no more shame. This, I, I've asked for God's forgiveness. Now I'm not judged anymore. I'm judging that situation correctly. It's on Him. And I am free. I'm healed by His stripes. There is nothing in my body that can remain. Because I receive from the Lord. Now receive your healing. Every one of you. Receive your healing. In Jesus' name. There's none sick, none weak, no early deaths here. No, no, no. No, no, no. With long life, he'll satisfy you. And nobody broke amongst us anyway. This is the cup. This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Not remembering your sin, remembering what he did. So you are free. Receive. Glory be to God.
Hallelujah. Father, we bless you today. We thank you, Father, for this atmosphere of faith that is released today, Father, as we partake of the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father God, that sons and daughters will arise and shine in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you for this anointing in this house today, my God, that has broken the yoke of the enemy forever over the sons and daughters of God. I thank you, Father God, that we are the righteousness of God. Son and daughter of God, declare that right now. You are the righteousness of God. You have your blood bought right today to have your prayers answered in the name of Jesus. Arise, shine, son and daughter of God. All things are possible for those who believe. I believe right now there's an atmosphere of all things are possible in your environment right now in the name of Jesus devil you will not shut my mouth right now I am going to declare the glory of God the glory coming upon you son and daughter your atmosphere now is shifting right now and you are receiving the righteousness of God arise and shine you are bold as a lion. You will roar against every work of darkness today in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give God praise right now in your home. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. None sick amongst us and no one broke. Luke 6, 38. Your time for giving. Luke 6, 38. Give and it will be given to you Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will men will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. If you sow nothing, you will reap seasons of nothing. Whatever a man sows, he's going to reap. The measure, you don't decide at a harvest time how much you're going to get. You determine at seed time what you're going to get receive. Whatever man sows, he's going to reap. May the Lord increase your measure. And the way he's going to do it is by you increasing your giving. Do something extravagant. Do something you've never done before on this first Sunday. Break the bank. Get, let, tell the Lord, I'm going to make room for more. Hear me today as I pray for you. If you feel the seed leave your hand, you will feel when that harvest hits your hand. Because the same hand that has to open up to give is the same hands that receive. It opens up when you receive. The Lord bless you in your giving. May this be the year you walk in divine health, that you sow in a generous way. Be purposeful in your seed that you're planting in, in the kingdom of God. Because God, seed time and harvest will always remain. Father, bless your people in their giving. It's been such an awesome time this morning. Strengthen them on every side. Thank you for the anointing. We go rejoicing this morning knowing that we were made and born for a time such as this. Let the lion in you begin to roar. That nature of the lion that turns away from nothing. Become all that God has called you to be. Divine health is your portion. Wherever you travel, wherever you go, you are anointed. You are victorious. You are a child as an overcomer. As one before God. And as one, as a family, we love you, we bless you, in Jesus' name, amen and amen.